This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wow. I mean, it's certainly incredible. No doubt about that. All right, speaking of incredible, Howie Roseman getting uh, very, very, very high grades for his draft. And for more on what the Eagles did, let's talk to our buddy Ross Tucker, of course, from the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can also check him out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. And uh, Ross, good morning, buddy. How you been? I am doing awesome. It was awesome to go in that hot tub time machine right there, Joe. You remember that stuff, right? You know what really is wild? I forgot that this that the Boston fans were beat L.A. Yeah. that loud. That's where like it started. Stuff, stuff like that, like the fights, and it just it's not like that as much anymore. Also, because back in the day, like all those guys you named for the Celtics. They they had the same team for like twelve years. Yeah. Like guys guys didn't switch teams as much, so like they really did start to hate the other team and have rivalries. It's it, I mean it's different, very very different. By the way, for those that don't know, Larry Bird was drafted by Boston when he still had a year of eligibility in college basketball and hadn't declared for the draft, and it was an end round by Red Auerbach to get Bird when no one else was thinking of drafting him. There was no rule against drafting like an underclassman or something. It's, the mo- it's one of the most wild things ever, just so you know. It, wow. It, he pulled that off. All right, Ross, let's get to football because if Howie could have drafted like a freshman in the seventh round, that would have been a beautiful thing the other day. <laughs> but he got a lot of juniors and seniors, I suppose. What did you think of the way Howie navigated this draft, Ross? Well, I mean, I, I think probably the same thing that most people think. I thought it was fantastic. Um, you know, to be able to get Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith – in the first round. I mean, it, you know, we all talked about scenarios before the draft, and you look at every mock draft, there wasn't a single one where you thought the Eagles could get Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. I, I, I didn't see a single mock draft where Nolan Smith was still available at 30, and even Jalen Carter, I think leading up to it, most people kind of thought Seattle at five right. or, you know, Detroit at six. I thought the floor for Jalen Carter was Chicago at nine. I thought for sure they would take him. And what's interesting to me about that, Joe, is they took two D tackles Friday night. So the Bears knew it was a huge position of need, but they just weren't willing to pull the trigger on Carter. Well, Ross, let me ask you this. On, let's just, Carter, we all know the deal with, with the, the accident involving his teammate and the staffer that died that he was in a different car and, and by extension involved in. What is the worst next thing you've heard about Jalen Carter? Well, so that's obviously very concerning. And then he was totally out of shape for his pro day, which is like a big red flag. It's only kind of like the biggest day of your life, and you're not in shape for it. And Mm -hmm. I saw a report, it might have been Florio from Pro Football Talk, that the word is that Carter loves playing football, doesn't love the other stuff that goes into it, right? So, you know, the working that's a pro- out, that's the a meetings, the practices. Yeah, so so there's two ways to look at that, right? And John can speak to this. It's really, really hard to excel in the NFL if you don't love the process of preparing each week, your body, your mind, 
to perform at your best. I guess the flip side I would say, Joe, is when I heard that, I was like, well, geez, how good can he be then if they get him to do that? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, right. like yeah. he's already maybe the best player if, you know, Fletcher Cox takes him under his wing or these other Georgia guys that are all on defense that are high-character guys like N'Kobe Dean and Nolan Smith, if they're able to get Jalen to buy into the program and do what they do, he might be unbelievable. Ross, what makes Jalen Carter so good? That ceiling that you talk about, why is it so high? He just moves uncommonly well for his size. I actually met him, I guess it was Friday. He's a big dude, but he's not like huge. He's like 6'3", 315, but he moves so well for that size. He He actually reminds me a little bit of a young Fletch. I don't know that he's quite as powerful, but he's more agile. He, I mean, he moves better. There's a play, and we showed this on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. There's plays, John, where they have him like as a joker, which is like when a defensive lineman stands up. Guy's 315 pounds, and he's standing up like he's Micah Parsons, and he goes against the right guard, makes a move on him, and the right guard doesn't touch him, doesn't lay a hand on him. He just can bend and move ridiculously well for his size coming up in just the next three minutes your opportunity to win bruce springsteen tickets that's coming up in three minutes if you're in the restaurant hospitality or casino not on one, one second john uh, let me ask you a question here ross um to nolan smith yeah. so on one hand there's celebration to get a, a, a pass rusher that can they can go you know go get the quarterback that the eagles maybe were going to take a 10 on the other hand he got passed over 29 times now granted there's some great players taken in the teens and the 20s but what do you make of the fact that teams that could use a, an edge rusher didn't draft him, and it took the Eagles until 30? So I'll tell you what happened in my mind. Because so, I, I did a lot of work on this because I, I was very confused. But I asked at least three people from different teams about his peck. Nobody was concerned about that. It was not because of his peck. Um, his production wasn't always there at Georgia, but that's kind of the same knock they have on literally every Georgia guy on defense because they, like, race each other to the quarterback. But what I think happened, Joe, is there are some teams that from a scheme fit, they're just not going to draft a 238-pound edge guy. You know, like the Saints, they took the kid from Clemson, or, or the Bengals took the kid from Clemson who's, like, 275. Some teams just don't think having an undersized edge guy fits their scheme and then you had four teams take wide receivers in a row like there were some teams that's kind of the beauty of the first round sometimes is some teams are like we need a receiver man like we need to get a receiver so they go they take a guy position 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 and then the teams that did take a d end like the packers they got van ness who's 275 and the Bengals took miles murphy who's like 285 so it was just a situation where they didn't want an undersized edge guy, whereas he fits what the Eagles do perfectly because everybody said this even before he was drafted, that he reminds people of Hassan Reddick. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on this Monday morning as we talk to Ross Tucker. And we play boy in a run. Why? Because you can win tickets right now. We'll take the sixth caller on the contest line. That's caller six. John in honor of Dr. J, by the way, not in honor of, you know, number six, Bill Russell. Caller number six right now in the contest line at 215-988-1258. Caller six, 215-988-1258.
you're going to win the Bruce Springsteen tickets. By the way, today is one of five days that we'll give away boss tickets here today, uh, on our show all throughout the week. Your chance to see Bruce and the E Street Band Wednesday, August 16th for tickets to the concert for Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band Wednesday and Friday, August 16th and 18th at Citizens Bank Park. You can check out phillies.com slash Springsteen. Again, that's phillies.com slash Springsteen to purchase the tickets. Ross, so Nolan Smith is still on the board, surprisingly to a lot of people at 30, because he other teams didn't want to take a smallish defensive end, a tweener defensive end. We now have two tweener defensive ends. How problematic is that from a stopping the run perspective, Ross, that we now have two defensive ends that are, you know, in the two thirties. Well, I don't even know how often John, they'll both be out there at the same time. Mm -hmm. I mean, right now, Nolan Smith as excited as we are about him. Let's be honest. I mean, he's, he's their fourth edge guy. I mean, he's not, he's not going to be getting more snaps than sweat, Redick, BG or BG. So he's their fourth edge rusher. My guess is this year he's primarily a situational rusher. What's interesting about him though, John, you got you'll love him when you watch him. Like he stops the run. Mm-hmm. He sets the edge. I, I don't know. I mean, those teams that they're looking for bigger guys, I, I guess I understand that, but it was not a concern. He will play the run. It doesn't matter. He beats him with his quickness off the snap, and he's able to set a really strong edge. Russ, what stood out to you with the, the other picks? You know, down, down, we'll get to Swift in a moment, but the other picks, what hit you? I thought it was interesting. You know, there are two third-round picks early in the third round. You know, those were picks where it kind of felt to me, guys, like the Eagles realized they needed to take somebody at those positions. <laughs> Seriously, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and there's nothing wrong with that because they did. I mean, you know, they needed another offensive lineman. And I really like what I saw from Steen, almost 50 starts in the SEC at tackle. But then at the Senior Bowl, he looked good at guard. They needed a guy to basically replace Dillard and give him a guard tackle type. Plus, now I think they have another option to battle at right guard. I See, we've never seen Cam Jurgens play right guard. I think I told you guys this before the draft. So now Steen and Cam Jurgens can battle it out at right guard with Driscoll kind of being like the floor there, you know, in case neither one of those guys works out. But then you also have depth with what you needed to have. And then Sidney Brown, I'm telling you guys right now, Sidney Brown is going to be a fan favorite. Sidney Brown is lightning. He plays like a kamikaze. He plays like, um, like a Polamalu, a Bob Sanders. I'm not saying he's as good as those yeah. guys, but he is like a heat-seeking missile. I'd be stunned if he's not a fan favorite, my guess is he's the guy I'm highlighting during the preseason games as he's flying around blowing people up. Awesome. What about Ringo, the other cornerback from Georgia? Love it. Here's the thing. They traded next year's third-round pick, right? Hopefully that's the last pick of the third round, right? Like, I mean, the Eagles are expecting to be one of the last four or five teams drafting in each round, and they got Ringo with the third pick in the fourth round. So it's only like a six-pick maybe, drop-off from one year to the next, my guess is they would have taken Ringo at 65 or 66 if they didn't feel like they needed to take an offensive lineman in a safety. That's my guess. Nobody told me that, Mm -hmm. but they had him that high. He's that gifted. He's only 20 years old, 
And I guess there were some concerns with his work ethic, or they said he had a five-star mentality. You know, the Eagles do so much work on these Georgia guys, and they have four of his teammates there. So, again, kind of like Carter, yeah. you know, if he's not going to fall in line in Philadelphia, he wasn't going to fall in line anywhere. Uh, Ross, why draft a heavy-footed pocket-passing quarterback in Tanner McKee when that's not the type of offense we run? That surprised me, John. And the answer is they thought he was the best one left. I mean, I, they, they are organizationally always going to bring in quarterbacks. They're not just going to hand Ian Book the third quarterback job, right? They, they want those guys to compete. Because remember, too, like if Hertz has missed at least one game in the last couple of years, so whoever wins that third quarterback job between McKee and Book, they're a play away from going in the game. Yeah. Nobody cares about the third quarterback until he's actually in the game. And by the way, that happens sometimes. Ask the 49ers. No question. Oh, yeah, they didn't have one. My bad. No question. Hey, Ross, I know you're, you're passionate about an opportunity to give a gift for Mother's Day. Tell me about this. Well, listen, it's the best Mother's Day gift I've ever heard of. It's called MyFrontPageStory.com. I know you guys don't know what to get your moms. They write the most unbelievable story about your mom. It looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. It's framed. It's beautiful. And just being able to say to your mom, I had a story written about you, just <laughs> sounds amazing. And then she reads the quotes. Like, you know, my sister got it for my mom. And my sister said, I wouldn't be the woman I am today if it weren't for my mom. My mom just started bawling. Wow. It was awesome. Sweet, man. Well, listen, love it. Uh, Ross, stay well. And by the way, the Swift trade I thought was a steal. Absolutely. I mean, listen, everybody, you guys spent two weeks talking Bijan, Bijan, and I totally get it, but they were able to get Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith and then still get – they're better at the running back position this year adding Penny and Swift than they were last year with Miles. They are now better at that position. Ross, stay well, man. As always, appreciate you jumping on pre-draft, post-draft. We'll talk to you a lot in the offseason. Thanks, bud. All right, see you guys. All right, Thanks, there he Ross. is, Ross Tucker.